Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hypergig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. You know the final score. Now listen to the NFL podcast that tells you why it happened. Do they have a skill or trait that is going to allow them to survive? Dan Orlovsky, Scott Pioli, and me, Bob Wischusen. We're tape heads going inside the coaching tape and giving fans the answers. Regardless of what the hierarchy is, folks need to be servants to the head coach. Listen to tape heads on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough football? Look no further than the Good Morning Football podcast. Join me, Kay Adams, alongside Peter Schrager and Kyle Brandt for a daily breakdown of the league's biggest stories. We do it all. We talk the personalities. We talk the game plans. We got fantasy tips. We got you covered for all your football needs. Yeah, and we got recaps. We do the retweets. And we give you all the reactions to the wild moments that you might have missed on and off the field. Listen to the Good Morning Football podcast weekdays on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Patriots and Jets were supposed to be a disaster on Monday night, but Mike, uh, they uh, actually provided us with somewhat... uh, some exciting football you could say two bad teams fighting to the end patriots prevail 30 to 27 conspiracies everywhere suspect defensive plays suspect efforts all around and then the coin flip at the end do you want the first pick do you want to battle for it or not nick folk what do you got 
And he was true. And he was true. And Jets fans across the land celebrated like it was 1999 all over again. (laughs) For the Jets, still have the inside track to the number one overall pick just uh but it was a fun game over under was 41 and we got we got points man we we got 57 points we got joe flacco throwing three touchdown passes there was a lot to take from that game of the conspiracy theories i like dan wetzel's of yahoo saying that don't put it past belichick to try to prevent the jets from getting trevor lawrence in the afc east and trying to lose that game (laughs) he had the 12 men on the field on the field goal attempt uh so much good stuff out there but the good news at least uh, for jets fans they keep that game lead over jacksonville and uh, basically that two game lead for that top spot over over everyone else in the National Football League. 64%. I think I saw the numbers uh, that uh, the likelihood of them getting the first overall pick if they lost on Monday night, which they ended up doing. There you go. And Joe Flacco put some tape out for people as an audition to keep playing in the National Football League. I really thought they were going to pull him at halftime. All right, Mr. Morgan, you've not thrown a pass. You're not prepared whatsoever. <laughs> Get out there and suck because we need we need the number one pick. Instead, you got Flacco still winging it around. For fantasy purposes, look, it, it failed for for what uh, – like you didn't go in with great expectations. Yeah, no. But, but we talked about it, uh, you know, for Tuesday's uh, – or I should say Friday's episode – uh, I talked about sleepers if you're desperate or daily for Cam Newton and Jacoby Myers. Well, they showed up, right? So yeah. Myers, 12 for his 169. Uh, he's had a nice run here for a while. And then Cam with the two rushing touchdowns is enough to give him a big day. But otherwise, like you weren't playing anybody from the Jets. There's no chance. Like Correct. I had a lot of Jamison Crowder questions, but because of the injury note, I couldn't do it. Likewise, Perriman, had you seen anything that would get you excited about it? No. And then Joe Flacco, you know, takes us back in the time machine to when Flacco was elite, uh, if for one more day, 262-3 on the day. So you don't normally see that against the Patriots team. I believe the stat went up. The only guys to eclipse that, those levels, 250-3 and in the last decade plus, are Ryan Fitzpatrick and Joe Flacco. Mm, interesting. <laughs> How about that? Oh, that's tradition. I don't know if it's good that there are no fans because I don't know if the Jets would have been booed or cheered with how the <laughs> results ended up playing out on Monday night. I, in our league, the, the the year the league where I've been with the guys for 23 years, it's been 10 teams. We only had three players in that league that were active on Monday night. There was, uh, as you mentioned, Jamison Crowder. Uh, Patriots defense was a play. Okay, sure. And somebody did play Damian Harris, who uh, you know had to leave with that chest injury. But that's that's all you got. Could have been by situations as well. Bengals and Browns were were out, so maybe you didn't have uh, Joe Mixon or Kareem Hunt in that situation. But that's what it's basically what you had on Monday night. So there's really no more pointless talking about Monday night. And no, looking, that's about it. You know, yeah. yeah. That's about all we got. What we can do, though, is we can look back at what we did on our last podcast. That was the three-point conversion where Mike and I will give you three points at the end of the show. And this is kind of where we check ourselves. And we'll do it a little bit later on as well with some of our predictions. But our three-point conversion recap, it's its one of those things where if I'm going to take the win, I'm going to have to take the loss on the other. I thought that Tua Tungavailoa would have modest numbers, and I thought that Deshaun Watson was going to go off. Well, Watson had 281 and two, and Tua had 248 and two, and their rushing yards were somewhat similar. So if their numbers are that close, I'm going to take a win and a loss kind of in that situation. I just don't know which one it's going to be. So I, I will I will split the difference on that. Did think that Josh Allen would break out, but I don't think that that was earth shattering, um, although he shattered the Seahawks defense for 415 yards, three touchdowns, and had a touchdown run. And it just wasn't going out on a limb, Mike. It's just going on the theme that we have talked talked about all season long that if you have an opportunity to go up against a bad defense in the National Football League and there are a bunch of them and the worst in NFL history could be in Seattle right now you got to play those guys and so Josh Allen came through with the three-point conversion yeah he got it done number two on the week 36 fantasy points for you the three via the air and then one on the ground so uh but he'd had a rough month Right, mm-hmm. So it took a little busload of faith, to quote the great Lou Reed, uh, to get by in this one in terms of sticking with him. Because it would have been easy to say, all right, it's the Seahawks. 
but he hasn't played well. So I, but you're always a threat for a rushing touchdown. I'm surprised he only had 14 rushing yards, to be honest with you, Dan. Uh, and Tua made made some big plays, showed uh, a lot more. I know everybody after Week One was ready to write him off. It's like they were ahead, yeah. comfortably, the entire game. Why? Yeah. Why would you press? You don't. Sit on the ball. Live to see another day. And that's exactly what they did. All right, my three-point conversion. No Cowboys should be in your lineup. Well, C.D. Lamb was 27th among wide receivers. (laughs) Amari Cooper was 38th. Uh, That's a hit. Zeke was 30th among running back, and Pollard was 41st. Maybe not taking, uh, you know, a really big shot here, but when Lamb scored early, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. But I'm, I'll, t- I'll take the uh, slight victory there. Uh, Drew Brees screwed me with his 222 and four touchdowns. Is it world-beating? No, but it was a top 11 performance. Finished the week with 22.6 fantasy points. Did have a fumble loss, so one turnover there, Dan. But getting guys back and healthy, getting Sanders and Thomas back in the lineup, a big win for the Saints and a huge win on the field. And for all those fantasy owners that were starting to get nervous that there was something bigger with Michael Thomas, while he only had five for 55, he was on the field. Because I was leaving our Fox Sports Radio studios yesterday talking to Rich Ornberger and Steve Hartman that precede you and George Reister on Sundays. And they go, what do you think? Do I play him? like, yeah, as long as he shows up on the field, he's got to be in your lineup. And that's a good sign because – you wonder, A, injury-wise, or was there still something brewing based on the fight with Gardner Johnson from a few weeks ago? Yeah, and it's one of those things, too, that I thought with Thomas is when you saw him on the field, not that we forgot what last year was about, but it was a remember of, okay, all right, yep, this is this is the Michael Thomas. Because the more weeks that you had without him, you're wondering, okay, you know, A, how important was he? How great was he? I mean, you remember the numbers, but the further you get away from the games, to actually see him on the field, to do his thing, uh, the, the numbers, again, were modest. But to your point of, yeah, you're going to play him. And even though Sean Payton said he's you know, probably not going to get 70 snaps, they he still was going to be a part of the game plan, and he ended up being so on Sunday night. Well, now they're getting uh, creative. Uh, I, I do give myself a .1 win for the fact that I said you'd see more of Taysom Hill because they yeah. seem to really like the gadgetry, another seven carries for him on the day. And then the third point in my three-point conversion was about Drew Locke and locking in. And so he came up, and he was the number four quarterback on the week, 313, two and one, and then 47 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but if you watch the first three quarters of the game, you were probably throwing fruit at your television, maybe something stronger. Maybe the bottle found its way through the center of your TV. Or maybe like Elvis, you shot it because you had an extra out back. Either way, uh, all we care about is the final numbers, and he acquitted himself quite nicely uh, despite being a pinata because that offensive line is trash in Denver. I do want to transition to the Broncos because of this situation. We saw K.J. Hamler catch the touchdown pass to break the hearts of the Chargers. And then you saw the, uh, Hamler and Jerry Judy have that rapport with Locke. And this is when you had Denver at the start of the season, when you thought Von Miller was going to be there, when you thought Cortland Sutton was going to be there uh, for the entire season, you really had high hopes on what this offense could be with these other younger guys coming along. And while Denver maybe hasn't been – uh, the Denver that we thought at the beginning of the season. To your point, if it happened in the fourth quarter, it happened in the fourth quarter, but now at least some of these younger guys are getting acclimated and getting used by Drew Locke, something that we thought, even in a loss, that the Denver offense could be. If you're a Broncos fan, it was nice to see Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler get off. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, too. I, I Wait thought... a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Can I change the word? Oh, come on. That, that was I great. Change the word? I just let that? it hang and oh, okay. done. All right. Go ahead. No, Keep no, it. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no, no. no. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, we can Correct keep it, it now. <laughs> you it know what? Good you know what? It's my own fault. <laughs> it's my own fault. We're just going to keep it in. <laughs> Oh, man. That was good, though. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Where was I? The Broncos, Falcons. They had, yeah. That's, it was nice to see the young guys show up. Yeah, we'll just put it that way. Nice guys showed out really well in this game, right? And he still had another touchdown uh, for our guy, Tim Patrick, who still had another nine targets. So they're getting spread around. That That's going to be interesting to watch uh, this dynamic because you also have to feed Noah Fant as well right so you've got all of these weapons all these young receivers again my kingdom for five guys that could protect drew lock would be a really interesting proposition but i thought if you had two more minutes in this game they would have come back to beat atlanta why because it's atlanta yeah that's true. i mean as you sat and watched the fourth quarter didn't you feel like hey i just need a little more time they're just gonna run out of time uh as it was coming up but yeah judy and and hamler you got two studs there. Judy just makes it look so easy downfield. He really does. He's smooth in his route running and getting better uh, at, well, taking the, taking the bumps, getting off the line of scrimmage, too. He's got to put on a little bit of weight, but he's a beast nonetheless. Okay, mark this down. Executive producer leads a lap. The next time that Mike Harmon breaks down Jerry Judy, we're going to call that segment Judge Judy, Okay. You then mark that down. That's what we're going to do. Time for Judge Judy, and then you can break down what Jerry Judy did. Maybe we should do that for the rest of the season because half of these teams stink in the National yeah. Football League. It may not be fantasy options, so we can end up looking at, at those guys. By the way, did the Miami Herald put a Tua and O headline up? If they didn't, then they suck. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I didn't even see that on Twitter, and I'm like, it is so obvious Tua and O as the, uh, the Dolphins are. Chief it. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from Chief It. 
Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hi, I'm Sam Rappaport, host of Earnin' It, a new podcast featuring women breaking the NFL's grass ceilings from the field to the front office. I'm a former professional quarterback who dreamed of creating a pipeline to bring smart football minds into the game. I went to, to Darcy and said, look, I'd like to hire two coaches who happen to be female. She said, heck yeah, go for it. It's not like I'm doing this to bust up the good old boys club. They just happen to be women. When you're looking to hire the best people, maybe if you're opening up the pool to everybody, you're getting even more exceptional people. This story will be told by NFL head coaches, owners, and of course, the women themselves. And we'll even go deep with Commissioner Roger Goodell. Janie emailed the whole iHeart team being like, Sam wants to know if she could curse. I'm like, I'm a football player. I didn't curse once, could I? Listen to Earning It, the NFL's forward progress on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know the final score. Now listen to the NFL podcast that tells you why it happened. Dan Orlovsky, Scott Pioli, and me, Bob Oshusen. We're tapeheads going inside the coaching tape and giving fans the answers. I always say this, Bob. Don't talk to me about quarterbacks and say that you can make all the throws. Make the right one at the right time. That's something that he does really well. Regardless of what the hierarchy is, folks in the personnel department, including the general manager, need to be servants to the head coach. Well, here's the question I want to ask. Why do you all lie to us? and tell us that these rookies aren't going to play. Do they have a skill or trait that is going to allow them to survive? Bob's going to bring me back to my good years at the Jets. Yeah. Were there some? Heck yeah. Come on, AFC Championship. I also believe this closes the gap between them and, you know, those other top-tier teams in the AFC, Cleveland, Kansas City, and Buffalo. Listen to Tapeheads on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's stay in the state of Florida, though, to your point about the Saints and then really actually moving over to the Buccaneers and their putrid offensive performance. A lot of theories being thrown around uh, Fox Sports Radio and National Sports Talk Radio about what's wrong with the Buccaneers. Who's the problem? Is it Bruce Arians? Is it Tom Brady? Is it Byron Leftwich? If you run the ball four times in a game – you're you get whatever you you yes. had coming to you like, like, like that to me you know whatever Brady is we can talk all of that but for the simple fact and I know that there were five carries but the kneel down by Gabbard at the end doesn't count when you only commit to handing the ball off four times in a game you get what you deserve in those situations I concur right you got to try to establish some balance why did you bring Leonard Fournette in maybe he's not a hundred percent but if he's if he's up and ready to play Get the helmet on and get out there and try to get the sledgehammer working. If nothing else, you're keeping that Saints offense out out of the the line of fire as well and trying to get some sort of rhythm, right? Because it's all about creating a rhythm, play action passes and, and all of that with Tom Brady. It's all timing. So, and look, we've talked about their offensive line for weeks, Dan, uh, and they just got eaten up by what New Orleans has, and that's two games – Look, Brady's got seven interceptions on the year. Five of them are against New Orleans. <laughs> right? Wow. And Bruce Arians talked about the fact that Mike Evans was open on some plays. I haven't had a chance to review the All-22, but Mar- Marshawn well, Lattimore certainly went to Twitter and took the victory lap on anybody that mentioned how few targets sure. that Evans had uh, because this has become a pattern when these two meet. And this was the year, as we talked about, uh, on the last podcast that it, it appeared that that back seven of New Orleans was more vulnerable than they'd been. And we saw none of it. We saw uh, a lifeless Brady and company. And, and we, we know the ebb and the flow of, of this team through the, the first nine weeks of the season. There's going to be some big outbursts and there's going to be some muted games where that defense is going to have to come up and show up in a big way. And here, you you got the intersection of neither of them working when you had our, our Venn diagram. Both things failed. You mentioned, though, on Friday in our last podcast about Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. And, and you know, whether Bruce Arians yeah, says he was open or not, I think that's more of trying to, A, maybe stick one to Lattimore, two, try to give one to, to Evans, but see another another bit of 
hey, let's maybe try to light something under Tom Brady's fire. Yeah. I just I I just go back to and and if you have Leonard Fournette on your team, you didn't think that he was going to be the pass option that you that he ended up being for Tampa Bay. He played two thirds of the snaps. Ronald Jones just doesn't seem to have much rhythm in catching the football. Jones had three carries, but was out snapped two to one by Leonard Fournette. But I'll tell you, I don't. I, I, I should say I don't want either of them. I do think that Tampa Bay will try to turn things around against Carolina. Maybe try to do the okay. We got so far away with it. Let's from it. Let's try to do it the next week. But of the wide receivers of Evans, of Godwin, of Antonio Brown, I. You know, I it just you're you're rolling the the dice to get two point eight points or three point eight points mm-hmm. when you're playing any three of those guys, and I just, I just I don't trust it, and I just you know it's it's kind of the same old theory. And now if you look at what happens when Brady just throws it around the lot, the guys still don't put up points. Well, I mean, look at you have a, a drop pass from Gronkowski in the end zone, so there's another guy that's leeching into your your targets and your opportunities, and they they had to kill off our guy Scotty Miller, who was a great. <laughs> talking point here for us for a number of weeks by bringing in Antonio Brown. But, yeah, I mean, when you've got to spread it out, it's much like we were talking about on the other side with New Orleans, right? They put up 38 points, but you didn't have any massive performances from anybody that you trumpeted on the way home, right? Yeah. And with with Tampa, you're banking on Mike Evans for the red zone look because his yardage totals have been nothing to write home about. Godwin's been hurt much of the year, so you hang a star on that. And then Gronk seems to have worked himself back into shape, but drops what should have been a touchdown pass. Does that change the game? Eh, probably not. But it's points just the same. And when we're sitting here talking fantasy fortunes, you know, that's a, that's a pretty big deal. When when it is delivered, you got to finish it. Ronald Jones, I mean, we talked about it last week, a couple of receptions where he had to go down to his knees. Yeah to make sure he hauled the ball in. And he was a guy that was already suspect in protections. And, look, I give him credit. There was a lot of talk in the offseason that he just worked on his receiving endlessly. It's well, still a ways away. Yeah. And and I, I would just say with like the Ronald Jones situation, and that's why actually I have Ronald Jones in one of my leagues. I'm torn on whether you play him in week 10 against the Panthers for what I said is I think that the Buccaneers – understand that where they went wrong but it's also of their best win of the season was at home against green bay and they dominated that game and they dominated it somewhat on the shoulders of ronald jones and yeah. so so that so so that tells me that maybe week 10 can be the turnaround and the 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 correct that you have to do with the buccaneers but i'm not trusting anybody for the long term maybe just trying to look for a value play i mean antonio brown comes in mid-season and plays four fewer snaps than Mike Evans? What? Welcome uh, to uh, Tampa Bay, where Bruce Arians doesn't care who he offends. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, you know, I just, you know, I just, it, it, it just, and I, it, it just seemed a mess. And it could be a one-week sort of thing, but it just, you know, they, they seem to be veering off and kind of trying to, you know, trying to add something when they didn't necessarily need to. Yeah, fifth against uh, fifth most fantasy points allowed to running backs, Carolina, to, you know, embolden and underscore your point. Well, the uh, the Panthers have their own issues. Correct. Uh, Christian McCaffrey hurts his shoulder and now uh, could be back to uh, missing time. Not yet sure, but it doesn't look good for Week 10 against the Buccaneers. But unlike the Tampa situation, we seem to know how to handle this because McCaffrey has been out earlier. You've now seen, you know, Mike Davis, who I didn't like when McCaffrey first went out, filled in admirably, would likely do so again. You've now seen the emergence of Curtis Samuel in a role with Carolina. Uh, what does McCaffrey's injury do to the Panthers, and how do fantasy owners need to adjust to that if he is going to miss more time? Well, that's the beauty of it is you can go right back to where you were. Uh, and if you're going to the waiver wire this week, one in four Yahoo leagues, Mike Davis became available this past mm. week on the return of Christian. I McCaffrey. say Yahoo to that. Exactly. So you have a viable option uh, out there on your waiver wire. Uh, look, and Samuel has been fantastic, both as a receiver and they've done a bunch of gadgetry to just get the ball in his hands. Right, speed uh, end arounds and all of those kind of things. And as we were talking about before 
we started recording, Dan, just to bring this back in for everybody, how scoring went for the running back position in week nine. Dalvin Cook, who's unstoppable, right? He is just a, a train rolling right now. 39 points, 200-plus on the ground. McCaffrey was second. Welcome back. Hey, yeah. I had him in my, my leagues. I was excited. Great. This is fantastic. 37 points. 151 total yards, couple of touchdowns, 10 receptions. I'm dancing. Nah, shoulder injury. Done. Uh, J.D. McKissick was third. <laughs> Think about this. 17.2 points, Dan. A full 19.8 points fewer than what McCaffrey put up. And then you have Balage was fourth at 16.4 points. And Alvin Kamara, who really didn't do a whole lot, but he got into the end zone. He finishes fifth with 15.9 points. Just showing where we're at in all of these backfield breakups, yeah. shakedowns, uh, tertiary guys at the goal line, quarterbacks running themselves, as we saw with Kyler Murray, and we talked about the Josh Allen touchdown. Running back position, I mean, they're an endangered species again, Dan. I'm going to quick run down. We're in a standard league. I told you my guys, they don't want to do PPR. Right. We may be archaic, but here on the two running back spots, we won't do the flex, the two running back spots in our five games, here are the point totals. 8.8, 9 9.9, 2.0, 0.0, 9.4, 9.7, 1.6, 10.9, that was Camara, 4.1, 2.7, 6.8, 4.2, and then... 37.2, 27 uh, 13 27.1, 13.7, and 11.5. So there's 9.4, 7.9, 3.4, 7.4. Wow. That's what you got from running backs in week nine. Your point is well taken, Mike Harmon. That's, a, that's just a brutal week. We'll, we'll look for better in week 10. J.D. McKissick did have 14 targets yes. for Washington in that loss to the Giants. By, by is, the way, my prayers are there for Alex Smith. After watching how Kyle Allen left, you don't yeah. want that job. My goodness. <laughs> they need to tear down that building for all the injuries that have happened. Exorcism. You know, the, I mean, what? we just passed Halloween. <laughs> Why does this always happen to Washington football team quarterbacks? Theisman, uh, RG3, Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, Gus Farad headbutts a wall. Like, well, they, like this is, that is, and I know Theismans was at RFK. But it's a, maybe a, you know a whole other reason why that, that that you know things need to change with that team. Those quarterback injuries just yeah. A lot of bad good. juju going on there, Dan Byer. Uh, speaking of juju, are you worried at all about Pittsburgh's offense? Ben hitting the knees, yeah. had to leave slightly against the Cowboys. James Conner kept in check, one of those running backs who had a bad uh, week nine. We kind of talked about the spreading of the love with the Steelers, but this isn't the high-powered, you know, octane offense that we thought we maybe could see running over the Dallas defense in week nine. Any concern with Pittsburgh? I, I'm concerned with, with them in terms of playing to competition mm. is what it seems to be. Look, there ain't no. I mean, there's yeah. not a lot of complaining I can do. No. Right? Well, it's, it's fantasy But shit. for fantasy you know, purposes, yeah. yeah. Fantasy purposes, it's the spread the ball around. Here's a little Deontay Johnson. Here's some James Washington. Hey, remember him? Uh, and, and Juju Smith-Schuster did find the end zone, right? Yeah. There, there's a celebratory moment. And he was dancing on the star in the pregame. So he almost precipitated. He yeah. almost started a fight in three. Tried to do it during the game too. Yes, he did. And hey, one of his buddies and got in his way, going, "Yeah, I knew he was going to do that," which I thought was kind of funny. But Ben, both knees is the report as yeah. of late Monday night that he he's banged up a little bit. So uh, it's back to Mason Rudolph if he can't go, ice him up, I guess, in the short term. But yeah, if you your run games struggling. You know, I, Connor's such a big part of what they they get going, right, sure. is the run game early. Uh, and if Big Ben, we always worry about him getting through 16. Seems like we hear about his injury and then he shows up anyway. But at this age, does does that change? Well, you know, the way that the game played out Sunday didn't lend to James Connor getting that 
sort of huge game, yep. and this could be that one-off situation. Whereas Ben did have, and you mentioned Juju had, you know, six catches for 93 and a score, which if you played him, you're happy with that. If you played Big Ben, he had 300 yards and three touchdowns. But the uh, the the I should have probably been more specific in just looking at Pittsburgh with the uh, the James Conner situation. Just the way that the game played out, you didn't expect Dallas to no. have the lead and Pittsburgh having to play behind. Um, so James Conner's the one that ended up taking the hit in week nine, but that seemed to be the theme with a lot of running backs. Yeah, I mean, Big Ben still finished top 10 for the week. It doesn't have to be pretty, right, like we were talking about with Drew Locke earlier. They all count just the same. Uh, and you just hope the clock doesn't run out on you. Uh, but, yeah, the spreading around and getting all those receivers, it's great for Pittsburgh, right, the pick-your-poison as a defensive coordinator, but for fantasy purposes, it's going to be maddening because there were a number of weeks that Juju Smith-Schuster was just not a play. Target count was there, but the yardage wasn't there, and he certainly wasn't sniffing the end zone. So now that comes in, and it's probably going to affect. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Owner's thinking's going forward. It's probably still no better than a mid WR2 on the top shelf because it does seem that they're intent on getting the ball into Johnson's hands as they can. The other thing that I want to touch on uh, just quickly because you did mention Dalvin Cook and the huge season that he has had for Minnesota. But it also does trickle down in a couple of different places. Adam Thielen hasn't been as strong. Justin Jefferson, the uh, the tight end position. Irv Smith gets in the end zone for them uh, a couple of times, I believe, in, on Sunday. But uh, is there any concern with the, with the Jefferson or Thielen in Minnesota just because of Alvin or Dalvin Cook's success that he's had so far this season? Yeah, because uh, they're they're playing the Bears on Monday night in Week Ten. Dalvin Cook should be able to run on them. <laughs> All right, so the Bears defense is the only thing that keeps them in games. Uh, but when we we look at what Kirk Cousins, the op, the opportunity is going to be there against Chicago, unless Khalil Mack and company get home. So for Week Ten, yeah, I feel better about playing the wide receivers, mm-hmm. but. Overall, yeah, it's it's got to be concerning 
right? Because you called it a couple of weeks ago against Green Bay when Thielen got erased by Jair Alexander, right? And yeah. Jefferson had that explosion for, what, two, three weeks. Yeah. And now target count's still there, but the explosive plays have not been, right? What, six for 64 this week. And for Kirk Cousins, we know you're going to ride a roller coaster in general, just good Kirk versus bad Kirk. Yeah. And which you're going to get, and Chicago's a team that could mean for a, could lend to bad Kirk if Dalvin Cook doesn't start off hot. Yeah, it, it, Cook's the eraser for the rest of the Vikings because he's running. Yeah, they're not getting the football yet. I mentioned Irv Smith, two catches, ten yards, two touchdowns. Uh, touchdowns are great, but it's not necessarily like you're like, all right, we're going to light you know light him up. Kyle Rudolph's best days as a fantasy option are over, and you mentioned Thielen, and yeah. Jefferson with the uh, the uh, 64 yards that he had, uh, just uh, not exactly what you're looking for. I uh, was looking for a reason to start Noah Fant, and that is a uh, that was a bad decision. Epic fail. Three catches for 45 yards in the segment that I tell you on Friday. I try to give you one reason to play a guy. He said play the Broncos tight end against the Falcons because Atlanta was no good against uh, tight ends. That didn't work out. But I will take a win on Jonathan Taylor of the Colts to go along with the bad running back. Did get into the end zone, which saved his day, I guess you could say. But just six carries for 27 yards and two catches for seven yards. Uh, Going up against that Ravens defense, uh, a rough day for Taylor. We had a fumble as well that uh, that that hurt his playing time. So hit on Jonathan Taylor of a reason to bench him, but Noah Fant uh, did not come through as I would have hoped. Well, Denver again, fourth quarter, and we talked about all those options, right? Now it's spread out, and who's going to get fed uh, with Taylor? I mean, you got Jordan Wilkins that once again outtouched him. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a huge output to it, but uh, that's going to be a, a thorn in the side going forward uh, in that backfield because you're also got Naheem Himes getting his touches and targets as well. So, and then with Philip Rivers as your signal caller, I got I got to give Rich Hornberger credit. Our our colleague mentioned him earlier on Sundays, uh, who had some great one-liners. Uh, on Philip Rivers uh, laying on his back after the interception (laughs) (laughs) on the run back that everybody has now seen 9,000 times. Let's just say he invoked Anderson Cooper. Okay. Okay. And I'll leave it there. All right, uh, we won't turtle up from that, but I get what you're what Nicely you're saying. Done. The uh, <laughs> uh, if you're going to mention Jordan Wilkins, uh, maybe check waiver wire to see if Elijah Barkley is available. Again, anytime we talk about Jordan Wilkins, we're talking about just combining <laughs> '80s and '90s stars, last names or names. So look for Elijah Barkley if you can, or Weber Hardaway. See if they're available in your in your fantasy league don't miss out on the top stories from the best insiders around the nfl i'm your host rhett lewis and on the nfl inside report podcast i'll go around the league so you can hear much more of the story the nfl inside report podcast will offer thorough in-depth analysis and storytelling with a multitude of exclusive nfl insiders getting unmatched access nfl inside report will provide you with comprehensive coverage including game recaps the biggest news and in-depth reports that take you beyond the headlines multiple times per week, all on the NFL Inside Report podcast. Our exclusive NFL insiders will get the opportunity to share the full, extensive story so you can stop wondering what's really going on. You'll know what's happening behind the scenes in the NFL. Listen to NFL Inside Report on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Logan Ryan, captain of the New York Giants and host of the NFL Player Podcast. We're trying something different. An active NFL player hosting a podcast which is for NFL players and legends as much as it's for the fans. This is my first podcast, and I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to talk football, but also about lots of other issues that affect us all. We'll be talking with other players and legends, so it's going to be real and an honest look at life in the NFL. Listen to the NFL Players Podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
everybody. I'm Colleen Wolf from Thursday Night Football and Good Morning Football Weekend. And I'm Ricky Hollywood from around the NFL and the broadcast. On our new podcast, Split Ends, Ricky and I will be coming to you every week to talk about all the important and unimportant storylines in the football world. Join us every week for the stories on and off the field that matter. And some don't, but we think they're interesting, so we're going to talk about them anyway. And we'll find out where in the world is the wolf. Yep, I live out of a suitcase and I'll be sharing stories from football cities across America. We'll break down games, news stories, tweets, interviews, TikToks, conspiracy theories, whatever it takes to cover the ins and outs of the NFL world. Whether the big story is a coaching change or a stadium plumbing issue, we're here to talk you through it. Just a couple of best friends talking ball. Yep, and we'll drag some of our other friends to join us too. NFL media members, players, your mom, you name it. Listen to Split Ends on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Jets, Cowboys, Chiefs, Falcons are the teams on bye in Week 10. So now as you look at waiver wire, maybe you need a replacement for Patrick Mahomes. Maybe you need one for Tyreek Hill. Heck, there could be two quarterbacks missing. Matt Ryan also on bye. Could have a bunch of wide receivers with the Falcons out and the Cowboys out and the Chiefs, as I mentioned. The Jets are on bye, which is a win for them, I would say, in Week 10. Who are we looking at in the waiver wire in Week 10 Uh, with the National Football League uh, now reaching the double-digit weeks. Well, we mentioned McKissick. He's still out there in a lot of leagues. Uh, You're looking at 34 receptions on the year. That's where he's going to make his hay. Uh, And really, he's unowned in over 60% of leagues, basically sitting on the back of benches. Should be at least on yours based on the touch count on a given week. You mentioned Curtis Samuel. You go to his quarterback as well. Teddy Bridgewater is only owned in 41% of leagues. And we know Mike Davis acquitted himself as a pretty solid pass catcher. Well, he's back in full effect as well. Mentioned the stat, 25% of leagues where he would be available right now. Uh, Tim Patrick continues to get targets. Again, it's a wishing, wanting, hoping that that pecking order is there. But, you know, touchdowns three of his last five games, three or four receptions, five straight games. Uh, Kalen Balaj became the man as Justin Jackson took a helmet uh, to the knee, and well, he'd already aggravated things in the pregame, so you didn't see him anymore. Uh, Balaj, 69 yards, the touchdown, two catches, 15 yards. Looks like he'll have a workload going forward for the Chargers. Uh, Derek Carr, only 42% owned at this point, 16 touchdowns against two picks. And he was willing to go to the air to get that first down. Come on, that was a great play. It's almost like they said, hey, you got to one-up Teddy Bridgewater, buddy. He did it before, uh, and you get after it. Uh, Gus Edwards somehow only owned in 37% of fantasy leagues right now, despite being the number two back in the run-heavy Baltimore attack. And finally, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a little bit of love to what we saw from Tua. Tonga Vailoa, 248 and two, as you said, Dan, uh, available in three quarters of fantasy leagues right now. Preston Williams is banged up a little bit, so we're going to see a little bit of shuffling in the receiving core. But for for Tua, uh, a great effort because they were down to once again their third, mm-hmm. fourth eighth running back in that backfield as well as they pulled off a huge win against Arizona. So two is at least worth rostering and then looking at your options and maybe finding yourself a little bit of love. Cause if he's going to run for 35 yards as well, Dan, now we've got to win. Yeah, that was, that was the an added bonus in that new win against the Cardinals. Uh, also what was interesting, at least in that game, Christian Kirk getting a lot of the targets from Kyler Murray. Kirk's target count over the last couple of games moving up and also five touchdowns in the last three games. So if Christian Kirk is available, don't know how much he's rostered at at this point, but uh, going up against Buffalo in week 10 could be a very, very sweet spot if he is out there. 56 air yards on that touchdown pass from Kyler Murray. Wow, interesting. I'm going to give you another name, too, just to go along in our themes of of bad defense. Yeah. Pick up Josh Reynolds of the Rams. They play the Seahawks. Good target count week in, week out. Yeah, you might as well. You know Cup and and Woods are going to get theirs, but you might as well throw all of the Rams out there with the uh, Seahawks coming to town uh, in Week 10. Now, that's going to be – 
Yeah, well, I got go one ahead. last one that okay, I wanted to add because I know you brought him up uh, as we were conversing ahead of time. Uh, we didn't get to Defonte Booker. Yes. Of the Las Vegas Raiders. Only 13 snaps, so you hang a star on that number. But 68 yards and a touchdown on eight carries. Josh Jacobs is obviously the guy, but it'll show up in the three three things uh, coming out of the, this episode. We've talked a lot about the backfields and committees and – and handcuffs and whatever a lot this year we do it again here is i i want to make sure that i'm at least playing defense against guys and booker's a guy that the raiders are going to score points we've seen this because why all these games are going to be wild they're giving up a ton of points and they're going to keep gunning so here's an opportunity for a guy who's uh kind of an afterthought bouncing around the league a little bit maybe finding himself a nice spot in this raiders offense and I think the Raiders are going to be playing for something. And if they're playing for something, it means they're running the football. So that carry count may actually increase as the season goes on. All right. Speaking of running the ball, uh, Colts Titans on Thursday night, an AFC South showdown for supremacy in that division. But fantasy wise, you're playing Derrick Henry. You're playing A.J. Brown. Where else can you go in this matchup between these two teams? Zero. <laughs> I mean, I I guess maybe I look at Mo Alley-Cox, right, because Jack Doyle got banged up a little bit. Let's keep it clean, Mike. I know, buddy. I tried to. (laughs) I'm just going to call him Mo from uh, from now on then. Uh, So maybe an opportunity there. But, you know, even from the Tennessee side, you know, when you talk about Brown and and Henry, I mean, Tannehill – Going up against the Indy defense, they're number one against opposing fantasy quarterbacks, giving up fewer than 14 points per game. They're number two against running backs. So Henry's certainly in your lineup. I, I don't think anything's stopping him uh, as we roll. And and A.J. Brown, even if you say it's a down week, he's still going to be a high-end number two. But for Indianapolis, who, who do you trust? Right, Phillip Rivers is a no-fly zone. And then we talked about the running back position there. That's that's tough to pick one out against a, a yeah. what is a pretty decent defensive front, especially when you can't trust Phillip to to throw things open downfield. Well, that was one of the things that I was going to say is that I don't I don't think that Tennessee is, you know, by any means the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying to play Phillip Rivers. That's not what I'm saying at all. I do think that he bounces back and has a better game. Michael Pittman Jr. is a guy I'd take a flyer on if you've got a roster spot, if you want to look for somebody to play on. Just for the simple fact of head injury problems, now is starting to come back, and maybe you see those targets end up. they got to go to somebody. And so if you're going to throw the football uh, against the Titans and you're going to need to do that, maybe Michael Pittman Jr. is a guy later on. I'm not recommending starting him, but maybe you want to put him on your roster. And if you're in a tight bunch with all those receivers, maybe put him in as a flex spot. So I'll just go with Michael Pittman Jr. just as a bit of a flyer. Tough Thursday night game. Yeah. Right? Especially coming off of a what was expected to be a really tough Monday night game. Entertaining as hell, the Jets and the Patriots. But for fantasy purposes, generally a no-fly. I think we get one of these traditional AFC South, because Thursday night football used to be the home of the AFC South, Dan. (laughs) That's true. Very true. And You know, the Colts, too, having the number of the uh, the Titans. We'll see if that ends up changing on uh, Thursday night. I'm actually looking forward to it. Uh, the uh, Titans sitting there at 6-2, and two, Colts in at 5-3. and three. All right, let's wrap this baby up, our three-point conversions. Um, I'll just continue with mine. I say take a chance on Pittman. Uh, trade your Buccaneers wide receivers right now. They have name value. You might as well. I don't think I'd want to count on any of those guys, whether it be Godwin, whether it be Mike Evans, whether it be Antonio Brown. If you just picked them up a week ago, why not see if somebody wants them? Uh, I say trade your bucks now. Don't give up on Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette, but don't trust them either. But basically, just with the wide receivers, trade your bucks now. And if you can, load up on your Bills and Cardinals. I I think that's going to be another shootout that you're going to see. Uh, similar similar to what Buffalo had against Seattle. I think Buffalo will try to run the ball uh, a bit more, but I think you're going to have another points of palooza, as I like to say, in a Bills-Cardinals matchup in Week 10. So load up on Buffalo and Arizona players. I'm currently bedazzling a shirt that says points of palooza that I'm going to make you wear <laughs> at every podcast, Dan. Uh, number one for me, 
the on-again, off-again love affair with Jared Goff this week. Love him, love him, love him. He may find his way to my top five. Why? Well, it's Seattle. It's Seattle week for the Rams. As you mentioned, Josh Reynolds, a guy that people should be looking at in their fantasy lineups this week. Uh, the divisional battle that we just talked about here, uh, for me, I, I'm going to grab some popcorn and I'm just going to cheer on Derrick Henry running violently against Anthony Walker uh, and Darius Leonard and let's see who wins that battle over 25 times. Uh, and then... As I mentioned a little bit with the Devontae Booker, this is the time to go back and let's do our roster fine-tuning. As you talked about, divesting of the Bucks because of the spread around you know, targets. Likewise, Pittsburgh. Some of these others, for name recognition, for the insignia on the helmet, you may be able to sell a little higher than what the true value is. But also going through and looking at your bench and making sure, hey, these guys I'm maximized or if I've got one of the better running backs in a good position, you know, right, on one of these teams that can actually run the ball where you attribute some of the success, not just to the heroics of the running back, that making sure that handcuff is on your roster. Because this has been a year that, look, we always have injuries, so I'm not going to go hyperbole there. It's just been a mutant year. Let's leave it at that. And so don't get caught in the switches where someone else can win them on the waiver wire because you left them exposed. Grab your handcuffs and get ready for the stretch run because we got weather changes. We got potential for all twisting of ankles and knees as we get soggy fields and all that kind of stuff. So let's just make sure you're prepared for the stretch run. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. You can also tweet us at the I Want Your Flex Twitter page. It's at I Want Your Flex. A big thanks to our executive producer, Lee DeLapp. You can find Lee on Twitter at Lee DeLapp. As simple as that. All right, we are heading into week 10. Best of luck in getting the guys that you want and you need to win in your fantasy football matchups. And we'll talk to you at our next episode launching Friday morning. Good luck. Talk to you then. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike Yam. And I'm Aditi Kinkabala. We love football so much, we figured let's start a podcast and call it NFL Explained, where we just answer all the crazy questions we get about football all the time. There are a ton of those questions, Aditi. We can go through team names, like how the Buffalo Bills got their name, or who even came up with the Sky Camp, because that is actually a really cool idea. <laughs> Answers to questions like that and more every Thursday. Come join us for the NFL Explained podcast. You can find it on the iHeartRadio app or on Apple Podcasts, basically wherever you find your podcasts. Have you ever wanted to know what's inside the vault at NFL Films? Well, I've got the keys and I'm going to let you in. Join me, Andrea Kramer, for a new podcast featuring raw, unedited conversations between the legendary former head of NFL Films, Steve Sable, and some of the greatest figures in NFL history. Listen to NFL Films Tales from the Vault on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Colleen Wolf from Thursday Night Football and Good Morning Football Weekend. And I'm Ricky Hollywood from around the NFL and the broadcast. On our new podcast, Split Ends, Ricky and I will be coming to you every week to talk about all the important and unimportant storylines in the football world. Join us for the stories on and off the field that matter. And some don't, but we think they're interesting, so we're going to talk about them anyway. We'll break down games, news stories, tweets, interviews, whatever it takes to cover the ins and outs of the NFL world. We're here to talk you through it. Just a couple of best friends talking ball. Listen to Split Ends on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.